0: right now, to have Swami Siddha sit there and me speak from here, I hope I continue with the flow that I have been flowing so far. <laughs> <coughs> we are in the 17th shloka of the third chapter of Bhagavad Gita. So if anybody was wondering how are you going to conclude the 42nd shloka, (laughs) I'll come back. (laughs) So don't force me to complete it right now. So repeat after me. Atma triptascha manavaha, Atma triptascha manavaha, Atman yevachasantushtaha, Atman
1: yevachasantushtaha,
0: yevacha Tasya karyam na vidyate,
1: Tasya karyam na vidyate.
0: In the very beginning, we had seen through a formula of karma yoga and I had requested you to memorize it. I usually don't ask questions for feeling the pain of disappointment. But this is one thing which was a small three words. So I hope you remember it. We stand as one family. Karya plus karta is karma. But that is not the formula. What is the karma yoga formula? Karma minus karta equals karya. Action minus the doership equals the act. So when in karma yoga it is said... <coughs> karmanye vadhikaraste ma kadachana the act we must but then we have to drop the doership and what do we do? we get frustrated and we drop the action itself it's not just Arjuna's dilemma At every crossroads, uh, whenever there is a responsibility calling for us, the first thing that we would like to do is run away from it, as far as possible. So I was at somebody's house, and uh, this was the first time it was a very awkward thing that was happening. A very elderly couple... After that incident I started calling them as SQC, sweet quarrelling couple. <laughs> and right in front of me, they, I, I was their guest, right in front of me they had uh, Shri Mati Cha, Shri Pati Uvacha. back and forth, back and forth I was like in a Wimbledon watching like you know, wow what is happening. And there was no referee asking me to be silent. I was already like in that awkwardness consumed in my own silence. And then finally as it concluded, the husband left frustrated with these dialogues. Enough of all these things. Today it is done. I am leaving and I am not coming back. I am going to Haridwar. I'll take sannyas. And he slammed the door and walked out. And this amma, typical South Indian amma had this, uh, you know, the saadi, then she removed it and uh, straightened it out, went into the kitchen. And nobody is like, you know, Swamiji, it's okay. Nothing. (laughs) I was left there, hanging in
1: there.
0: I was like, he left and she left. uh. I should have also left. I learnt it from that day. Never ever put your head in between husband and
1: wife. You
0: will be the one suffering. I didn't know it then. I was still a new one as a brahmachari. So I went to that amma and said, Amma, why don't you stop him? What if he really leaves? And she looked at me. and said, Ayo, brahmachari. At that time, I was still a Brahmachari. So, yo Brahmachari. His Haridwar is around the corner in that tea stall. He'll go there, have his tea and come back in 15 minutes. I'm making
1: lunch.
0: I've seen him for 35 years. So, whenever I used to see this kind of threat, you know, unleashed against each other, Saying that I'll go to Haridwar, I'll go to Haridwar. As a young child, I used to think that you know there is somebody waiting for them in Haridwar. That they'll get off the train and there will be Pushpamala waiting, and you know <laughs> And they'll be given into sannyas, and that is
1: why
0: everybody is feeling so threatened. And it was only later I understood it is an empty threat. Everybody feels like that is the easy way out, whichever is the easy way. <coughs> In the Indian subcontinent, uh, taking sannyasa is the easiest way. Becoming a sanyasi, you don't do anything anyway, that is the best thing. After Manmohan Singh came, they said, I'll become a prime minister. <laughs> He, was, he did nothing anyway. <laughs> Don't get carried away. Swamiji, are you in BJP or Congress? Look, whoever is foolish, I'll pick on them. As long as it suits my example. Because running away seems to be the easiest solution dropping that action and running as far away and we also keep eagerly waiting for how long is this going to continue? Let me tell you very clearly, it is not going to end ever again. It will continue till the end. Cannot drop the action. So understanding the structure of this entire action and the wheel of action as it is weaved by prajapati the creator which was explained till the last three shlokas anad bhavanti bhutani parjanyaranna sambhavaha from there till the nityam yagne pratishthitam the entire cosmos is well weaved together with the yagna bhava karma if somebody does not follow this, what happens, that was given in yesterday's <coughs> last shloka They would have spent their life in vain, in sensuous sins. In the sensual pleasures and sin through their life. Yesterday while we were concluding, I had mentioned what is the way to repair? What is the way to uh, follow this through? What is the kind of mindset that is required? And the greatest example that can be taken is the example of Nachiketa. For any sincere seeker, Nachiketa is the ideal. See, there are some of these kids. They are five, six year old. But when you look at them, when you look at their life, it's such an inspiration to understand their life. Nachiketa, Prahlada, Dhruva, Today we will limit our example to Nachiketa. So Lord Yama, when he was asked by this Nachiketa, Anyatra Dharmat, Anyatra Dharmat, you know, I want to know for my third boon that you have granted about that paramatma tatva, that which will ensure my moksha. Now Yama's dilemma was also little uh, No, confusing. (coughs) Imagine if a five-year-old comes to you and says, auntie, uncle, whoever you are, what is the best method for moksha? Can you tell me? You look at that five-year-old. Give him a candy, say go play. Will you take him seriously? and then, at the most if you are one of those uh, emotionally touched persons <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh,
0: sweet. <laughs> you will not take them seriously anyways now Yama if he had to deliver this message to understand if he really was asking it for understanding it or just for the amusement of it so he thought let me test him and he gave A series of tests. Uh, Nachiketa gave an answer. Usually looking at Yamadharma Raja, people are scared. The answer that Nachiketa gave, Yamadharma Raja got scared. What did he say? Do you remember? Yesterday we touched it. I am (laughs) expecting. Swamiji, you only say and you do perform karma, there should be no expectations. Point taken. (coughs) Shvobhava Martyasya Yadanta Kaita to Sarvendriyanam Jarayantitejaha Api Sarvam jivita Malpa Meva Tavaiva Vahaha Tava Nutya Gite O Yama if you cannot answer to my third question and you want me to be entrapped in these things keep that third boon to yourself I don't even want a rain check, keep it to yourself why? because that which you are enticing me with shwa abhavaha, shwa meaning tomorrow there is no guarantee for it for tomorrow is there anything that you are promising which has a continued tomorrow? Shwa abhava. I mean that is the changeless law of this universe. The change is inevitable. Shwa <coughs> Well, I take that you have given, so therefore I'll start indulging in it. What does it do? Sarva Indrianam jaha I only feel drained indulging in them and it is nothing inspiring to interact with and you, you, you promise me that I have a long life however long that life that you are promising it is like not worth it why would you entice your Shishya? for such kind of things keep all these amusements with you I don't care for them that is the mindset with which a spiritual seeker should seek that supreme now connecting it here he says yahatu Ratihi. Atma Truptaha, Atmani eva santushtaha Tasya karyam na vidyate Now to understand this statement Let me go through the basics of karma Whatever karma that we do Wherever we perform that karma Whatever be the goal of the karma What is the end result that we are all seeking? We are all seeking peace and happiness. Universally that is the only thing that everybody is seeking. Isn't it? Why is it that we are seeking only that? And just because the scriptures say so, Let's put the scriptures aside for a while. Let's think contrary. Maybe we were meant to be miserable. Let us be happy. No, let us be miserable. I was going to say let us be happy being miserable. That's a contradiction. (laughs) Let us be miserable. At least there is no agitation to get out of the environment that we are already in. Maybe we were meant to be miserable only papa ham papakarmoham papatma papasambhava i'm supposed to be like this only then we don't need to put any effort why is it that universally we seek only that happiness why not anything else You may talk about wealth, you may talk about name, you may talk about fame, you may talk about securities, you may talk about power. All these things are aimed so that it promises that happiness, it promises that fulfillment. Why are we searching for it? Irrespective of geographical description that we come from, religious background that we come from, aren't we searching for that happiness? as I said on the first day I have been an Acharya for 21-22 years now I am yet to find that person who comes and says Swamiji pray for me from tomorrow I am meticulously planning for something so that I can be assured to be miserable do you ever pray for misery the thing is we are effortlessly there a different issue. Now when we look at, analyze as to why am I searching for happiness in first place? Now I bring the scriptural reference. The scripture says, asi, your nature is of that supreme. And what is the definition of that nature? Sat, chit, ananda. Let us, I mean go along with me Just because the scripture says Let's go one by one Sat, Chit and Ananda Existence or existential reality Consciousness and bliss or happiness If all three of them are my nature Should I not be seeking all three of them? Why am I seeking only happiness? So the scriptures say, let me ask you questions. These are serious questions, not trick questions. I know I have tricked you in many questions during last four days. Will you participate? Yes. Yes. Okay, good. First question. Do you exist? Yes. Thank you. Because I, I did not have a uh, plan B if somebody were to say <laughs> I don't know. Thank you for being honest and straightforward and not making my life miserable. I exist. And this is where is the classic discussion, the Socrates discussion wherein I am therefore I think or I think therefore I am both have very solid logic behind if I do not think how do I even ascertain that I exist but Bhagavan Adi Shankaracharya comes to our rescue he says there are phases in life wherein we do not think but we continue to exist and if we bring Guruji in here with his example he often says that we can exist without eating food for a couple of days we can exist without eating without drinking water a couple of hours. <coughs> we can exist without breathing for a couple of minutes. But we exist without thinking for ages, for <laughs> life after life. If I my existence was supported by my thinking. There are so many phases in life wherein I stop thinking. My thinking is paused. See if I exist because I think, the moment I stop thinking I should be non-existent. What are some of the phases wherein I stop thinking but I continue to exist? (laughs) Satsanga. (laughs) Sahana <laughs> vavatu. They are meditating and going introvert. Navadaha <laughs> fresh. Do you think when somebody sleeps in uh, a speaker's class, that is the most miserable moment? No. After the class is done, they come straight and tell us, Swamiji, today's class, Jabordas. (laughs) Majaya. That is the most miserable moment. (laughs) When we have entered into deep sleep, there is no thinking process. And if I were to become non-existent because of my deep sleep, I would be scared to sleep. In spite of me shouting on the top of my lungs and blaring through the speakers, people think that it is a. like a lullaby. And then So I exist, therefore I think. First question Do you exist? Yes. Yes. Second question Do you need a proof of existence? No. Like the moment I wake up in the morning, I need a mirror. You know, sometimes, you know, when I travel quite a bit, and every place there is a new environment, new kind of a bed, new place for uh, the lights to turn on. And the craziest thing is the faucet.
1: <laughs>
0: Whenever I go to a new place, the, uh, the first day itself I check the faucets. There was a time in the US. At least in India, that confusion is, I you know, you tap and then it's fine, it's simple. There's such complicated, pull this, push that, turn this. In some houses I'm stuck.
1: I wake up at 4
0: o'clock and these people wake up very early in the morning by 7.30. Three and a half hours. I don't know how to turn that faucet on.
1: <laughs>
0: People find it peculiar, but I take them directly to the faucet and say, to it's f- <laughs> the So when you go into these newer environments, and suddenly you wake up in the middle of night. Where am I? Do you need a RFID? <laughs> And you look at it and say, ah Swami Sarveshadan I'm <laughs> my home. I'm there. Sadly, in India there is one association. It is called Akhilabharat Mritak Sangh. All India association of dead people. Sounds weird? These are the people that are alive But the pension office has declared them dead. (laughs) Their bank is seized, their ration card is seized, their passport is null and void. They don't have any proof of authority. They exist but they don't have proof. (laughs) Strange situation. And I'm not making it up, you can Google them up. Akhil Bharat Sang. Sad situation, poor fellows.
1: <laughs>
0: he's standing in the pension office. No, my file says you are dead.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: now he has to run pillar to post to prove that he is alive. <laughs> In all normal sense, do we require an evidence, a proof to say that I exist? No, right? I exist and I don't need any authority to prove that I exist. Third question. Do you know that you exist? Yes. If somebody were to turn to you, immediately transfer them to a asylum. (coughs) I exist. I don't need proof of authority for my existence. I know that I exist. And this is universal. What have these three questions proven? I exist. swarupa is already an experience. I know that I exist. Chitsvarupa. Knowing is the conscious aspect that I know I exist. But now the question mark is. How do I exist as the scriptures say as bliss, but my experience says blisters, (laughs) and because it is my Been conditioned, how have I been groomed by my environment? Constantly I have been taught, I have been conditioned, I have been groomed by everything around me. You will be happy if you pursue something outside. Children, uh, parents don't get mad at me because I am taking this logic. My disclaimer not in fine print but bold print. The children, we tell them study, you will be happy. Stop wasting your time into all these kinds of play and other things. Study. So the child Balastavat krida Saktaha. Do I need to translate that? <laughs> That is why I asked that question. (laughs) But then we insist to that Bala no study. The child also thinks because you know they see that those who have gone through this school system finally get into college. And they seem to be cool, they seem to be enjoying life.
1: There must be happiness end
0: of the tunnel there. That is why children who grow up in the west coast find colleges on the east coast. Those who are on the east coast go to the west coast. Those who are on the north go to the south, those who are on the south go to the north as far away as possible, (laughs) why? Nothing to stop me from my enjoyment of happiness. And sudden freedom gained. See, when the cat jumps from whichever height, it learns how to land on its feet. But with our children, the way we have groomed them, so overprotected that if they slip and fall, we have not taught them how to gather themselves. In the first year, to find that firm footing wherever they land, it's a tricky thing. Up until then, For a GPA of 4.0, they have already (laughs)
1: 4.65.
0: Thanks to the pressure of the Brown community. (laughs) We are UPS. What can Brown do for you? Do you know why FedEx and uh, UPS did not merge? Because we will become fed up. (laughs) Excuse me, this is not a stand-up comedian show. (laughs) No, they started clapping. (laughs) Just to remind you, that was just a...
1: <laughs>
0: and these kids are fed up, they don't know that if they falter, there is no protecting gear. There is nothing that can protect them. They have to learn that which they have taken for granted all their life. In spite of scoring 4.65, the first year barely make it across. took about 18 to 20 credit and right before the semester dropped, barely passing through with one or two subjects. Why? Otherwise it will impact the GPA. I'll take it again. It unsettles. We have not taught them how to land on their now the pressure builds on them and they start thinking, I thought that studies, and college, it is fun. Where is that fun?
1: <laughs>
0: then they look at all those who have just concluded their education and get into job. <laughs> they don't have anybody to guide, they don't have any pressure, they have all the wealth, they have every freedom to do whatever. Sadly, if I want money, I have to now, you know, write and make money. I have to write a letter or email to my dad and he has to send me money. <laughs> oh, you thought some journal or some kind of article. <laughs> nah. Again, the pressure of brown community. We pamper our kids with every possible avenue. All that they have to do is... Send an email. Dad, please. <laughs> and then they finish the college and they get to, to job. And then uh, they realize they have to cook, they have to clean, they have to maintain their apartment Buy groceries, dispose the trash. I am not making this up. There are days when in spite of things being in the refrigerator have grown 3 to 4 inches of mold. And then you realize, Ugh. when Then you see others, what is the secret, why are they... Huh? Oh, they have... Partner. <laughs> they are married and settled. <laughs> hum duje ke liye. <laughs> Sorry, ek duje ke liye. Wow. And then finally declare to the parents, uh, I am open for the market. <laughs> No, they declare, I am not saying I am. <laughs> ready for the market. Find the suitable boy or girl, and then for that kid, it is like you know, a wife. I think I have already spoken about that, right? Wonders invited forever. <laughs> and for the <coughs> girl, it is like hussy Band Barat, Husband. <laughs> Something is in their wedding cake. The moment they cut it. Worries invited forever. And who is husband? Has <laughs> band
1: Cannot
0: be translated into English, sorry. But yes can be experienced (laughs) not pratyaksha aparoksha (laughs) aparoksha and then pretty soon the uh, the pressure from the parents and everybody that you come across when (laughs) when (laughs) what when Chinnaminu Tingu minko. Production Engineering <laughs> Balavihar <laughs> Now The moment that next generation comes in They have become validated parents now, all that they have gone through, they have to take revenge. Chinnu, Tingu, pinku. Now, I take my revenge on you. <laughs> Avenger Returns. In all this cycle, we never pause, we never reflect, that which I am seeking, that which I am searching, where exactly do I find it? Sometimes you have gotten so conditioned that before the seeking starts, Anxiety and fear sets in that if I am not like the rest of them maybe I am doing something wrong. Are we all scientific minded? Whoa. Wow. I have learnt a trick today. <laughs> After using all this sequence, then ask the question, are you scientific? Otherwise we are like, we are scientific people, we should... Okay, now let me ask, you are scientific. We are all searching for that happiness we are all seeking that happiness if from here to New York what is the freeway that you take? 95 95. and as you are driving you see that uh, New York how many miles? 50 something New York 50 something, New York 60 New York 70, New York 700 You're a 95 Something wrong? Scientific mind, what will you do? Find the nearest exit, turn around and make sure that the number is decreasing and not increasing with every effort that we put though we start seeking that happiness are we getting closer to it or far away from it And there is constant seeking when we don't find that happiness and some uh, Aukar Road fellow comes and says Be Santushta You feel further more (laughs) frustrated What Santushta? I'm already
1: miserable
0: I cannot be mm, satisfied with where I am Where is the flaw? That we do not pause, we do not take the effort to turn around Now if this much logic is understood Such person who has found The fountain of happiness Where is it? Right within I'll give you one Grossed out example Why? So that you will remember. Ramakrishna Paramahansaji used to give this. He says the dog, hungry dog, found a piece of bone. He rushes in, grabs it, runs away, hides. Just so that it is not snatched away from it again. And then starts chewing on it. They say those who eat uh, non vegetarian, they say that between the bone there is some majjak. <laughs> In Sanskrit, it is called majjak. Marrow. So the dog starts feeling, are this is a juicy piece of (coughs) bone and starts sucking into it (sighs) and what is actually happening the sharp edges of this bone is piercing into the mouth of that dog and the blood is oozing out and what is it thinking it is thinking that it is the juice from the bone which is satiating it and try explaining to that dog Beta Nisaraha that it does not have sara in it I
1: am enjoying it
0: The many people who come to study group and such agnyas and say Swami Ji, why do you make such a big deal of this? Misery, 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 misery. I have never heard that word miserable so many times as you say it in (laughs) Pravachan. Life is life, okay, it's fine. It is only after coming to study group that I started becoming more miserable. (laughs) It is not that the study group has instigated misery. It has made us more conscious of our environments. That which we have taken for granted, we start recognizing the flaws in it. Like the dog, we go back to the old habits and still start searching for that which gives us So, when we indulge in something, what happens at that moment? See, when the thought occurs, we don't jump into action. So, supposing you get the first thought of thirst. The moment the first thought of thirst comes, you're not like, you know, get up, walk and then go drink water and come back. No. You recognize, oh, thirst, I'm thirsty. And then you find your other half. (laughs)
1: Uh,
0: Why should I say better half, best half? You decide. (laughs) Other half. Because I got into trouble once and I said, do you know why the wife is called the better half? Because the husband is the best half. You now know why I got into trouble. My food started having disproportionate uh, milchi and salt in it. Okay, lesson learned, I will not use it. The other half. And you see the seriousness with their walking, I said, okay, better not ask. And you see your child working at the table. (coughs) And say, beta, get me a glass of water. And the beta looks at you and says, you are closer to the fridge. (laughs) (laughs) Go get it yourself, dad. By the way, head of the family. See, gone were the days when the king like, you know, situation wherein you (coughs) Kaun hai Jahan bana ke liye glass paani (laughs) For this emperor, get a glass of water (laughs) Ji hujur In our own house Our own genetic extension (laughs) Children I mean you say, a glass of water, Dad, you're closer. <laughs> and as you get a anyway you're getting it, me also gets it. <laughs> So behind this sequence what is happening? The first thought that occurred, I am thirsty. I need I immediately don't don't jump into action. That thought, that desire (coughs) (coughs) has to intensify itself, amplify, to push me into the field of action. Uh, when When you watch Gurudev's videos, he takes a specific example. First the thought of coffee. You don't get up. The mind starts demanding coffee, coffee, coffee. (laughs) As the thought amplifies. Coffee, 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 (laughs) coffee, coffee,
1: coffee,
0: coffee! (laughs) Coffee! Then you get up, you are whipped into action. When you move, you have the percolator and the coffee is drizzling down. Ah. Have you seen Ratatouille? (laughs) And suddenly inside you are like floating (laughs) there. Coffee. (laughs) And you boil the milk, you get sugar and the uh, it has drizzled down and then you take it out, pour it in, mix little warm milk and then add sugar in it, mix it. Take the first sip ah. as that warm liquid the trickles down the throat, the warmth percolating into your base of the stomach and <sighs> Bless the fellow who invented. Me. <laughs> ah Coffee. <laughs> and many people complain. Eh? If I do not have coffee early in the morning, I have a headache. Congratulations. Because headache is ascertained to only those blessed few who have a head. At least at that time you recognize that there is a head. The headache is not because you have not had coffee. The headache is because the intensity of the thought is so strong. Coffee, coffee, coffee. Desperate inside. And when coffee reaches, the desire is fulfilled. What do we All the thought agitation that was happening up until then subsides. That tripti, that ananda, which is actually coming from within, we attribute it to coffee. And the mind is very, very sharp and tricky. It knows it cannot find something that can sustain happiness that it can promise. Even as a child, though they cannot articulate it, what are they searching for? Sustained happiness. When you take them to the doctor, what does the doctor give them? Lollipop. Sucker. So, what do they do? See, if it is a candy, that is a candy is not a hit. You open the wrapper, pop it open, done. <laughs> 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 uh, over. Lollipop. Hold it in the hand. Ask anybody. <laughs> Hold it there. Keep looking at it. And then finally open the wrapper.
1: <laughs>
0: Why? Sustain the happiness as long as I can prolong it. To find one such particle that can promise that prolonged happiness It's almost like impossibility. So, what did the mind calculate? Let me fill my day with various such things that I happen to like that gives me the sense of happiness. And all that irony that I face through every day is all that which I like is far away from me. All that which I hate from the bottom of my heart. is all around me so what am I doing constantly running for the things that I like running away from the things that I don't like so whole life what are we doing no relaxing only (laughs) milkassing (laughs) Haag Milka Haag. Same joke. How many times will I keep repeating? Right? Are you Milka Singh? Are you relaxing? No, I'm Milka Singh. You know that.
1: There
0: is no relaxing. Only Milka Singh in life. Run or oh, run. Run or oh, run. Running away, running for, running away, running for. And in that kind of frustrated life, ask them, tell them, be Trupta. <laughs> Whoever is giving that message, you would like to pulp them, at least in your imagination. <laughs> All these speakers on Vedanta, they have their food and come and speak about Trupti. <laughs> Why not? You just had food. You will be trupta only. <laughs> How would you know what pain we are going through? What is the flaw that we are doing in here? That which is reflecting from within. <laughs> that which I am searching is right here. But where am I seeking it in? I am seeking it in... field of objects, field of um, the creation, field of uh, experiences, field of people and when things get boring, change. And then you come to understand there are certain things that you cannot change. And you have to see them every day. (laughs) I told you the other day, right? The mother in utter frustration with her own child, yells at her own child. Hello? You better know that. Your child. After the package is delivered, there is no, what do you call it, to take a reason? You cannot. There are various things in life, such a dilemma. Only to realize that that which I am seeking, that which I am searching is not out there, is right here. So, the second sentence in the Karmanye Vadhikaraste Shloka. <coughs> what is the second shloka? Second line in that shloka? <laughs> Maaphaleshu kadachala. <laughs> Karmanye Vadhikaraha. Constantly karma has to be performed. But do not perform it for a phala. And what is the phala that we are aiming for? Happiness. Happiness. And the moment we don't find it, what do we get? Frustrated. Constantly I keep aiming for happiness and constantly I am getting nothing but frustration. Over a period, it is piling up. Weakest in the link of my interactions. Piled up, frustration is vomited out. You cannot yell at your boss. You cannot yell at your peers. So you come home, and a poor kid, a toddler sitting there, somewhere he found a banana. You must have come to the satsang, taken the prasad, the child is holding that banana and the banana well, the child right and right then you enter enter the dragon you see this mess we cast in the link all the dragon and the child is like what happened to this fellow Why is he screaming like this? (laughs) See, how beautiful this is. We went it out on wrong occasions, not able to handle it. The one who finds it right within Okay, you found it. Then why would you... Uh, then I don't need to work outside. I'm relieved of all of this. Such person who already is established in that Atma cannot but Share that Atma Tripti with everyone that he is concerned with. When you have something very joyous. Do you sit like somebody, you know, somebody with a broken heart, sitting in one corner? What happened? I am happy. No. When you're happy, you're out there, you know, distributing it, sharing it, enjoying it. Don't we? You get the regular salary. (coughs) No fun in it, regular. You get the bonus. What do you do with that bonus? You blow it away, not just spend. (laughs) Splurge! And when you do that, what do you do? You invite friends, you share it with them. Happiness is a very tricky thing that it seems to be uh, exponentially growing as you share. And this person who has found that fountain within does not have to be scared, fearful. You know, if I give, what will happen? May I not? You know, when the kids have a handful of nuts and you ask one or two and then they're like...
1: No!
0: It's not just a fistful. It's a fountain overflowing. You're like, take. And you don't even... You're not scared to share it. (coughs) And such person does not have any hidden agenda. We may have a hidden agenda when I do some favour for someone. Why? I have a calculation in my head. Even a little kid knows that. Mommy, you're the greatest! And mommy is like, huh? What is it? (laughs) Nothing! Actually, you know, uh, come. So we start calculating. This person does not have any calculation, just gives Atmaratihi Santushtaha Tasya Does not have any karma, but the distribution of that Ananda becomes their natural Karya. all surrender. as the wedding cake there is something in the chappal that we wear as soon as we get out of this satsang <laughs> wear those padaraksha what happens to all this knowledge So one of my Swami friends, he says, It is not even in the chappal. And he has more imagination than me. He's like, now when we get up, we are like, now we get up and straighten our clothes. It's not straightening clothes, it seems. All the Vedanta that has fallen on.
1: <laughs> we dust it away right here.
0: Purna, purnamadaha, purnamidam. We came with purna confusion. Go out with purna confusion. We don't want to carry any iota of this wisdom right here. And go out. I had another beautiful revelation. This is my revelation. My thinking was, they say that we have two years. Therefore, what is interpretation? A through ventilation. (laughs) It is not... uh, So I was like, okay, even if there was a through ventilation, some reminiscent effect of this Vedanta by mistake going from this end of the year to that end of the year, it should leave somewhere on the inner tunnel. Then I had a revelation. This was while reading Tattva Bodha. What is the guna of Akasha? Sound. Where does sound not travel? in vacuum <laughs> So between the ears it is vacuum therefore sound does not even penetrate <laughs> Therefore we come back again to some other speaker and then huh. kya bola?
1: kya bola?
0: So I also, kya bola? <laughs> don't ask difficult questions. Huh? We don't take it seriously enough to continue the manana nididhyasana What comes back again? all the likes and dislikes and the previous conditionings which are strong and these layers of conditionings have been so well laid that it is somebody in a dream trying to tell us this is a dream wake up and you are looking around as if this dream hmm. it doesn't dawn in because even coming here you're like i don't know if i understand really the vedanta or not kuch punya milega some punya let me burst your that bubble also <laughs> By coming to satsanga, you do not earn punya. Huh?
1: <laughs>
0: Swamiji, don't don't... This is our last anchor there that we are holding on to. Don't burst that. Now, coming to satsanga, you do not earn punya. In fact, all the punya that has been acquired so far in all lives... Results in Satsangar. That is why Adi Shankarajiri says Shata Janma Koti Sukruta hi Vina na That this is gained only by Shata Koti hundred crores lives worth punya to get the opportunity of satsanga. Oh. I know how our brain works. Hundred thousand crores lives worth punya for one satsanga? Bad bargain. Whatever little punya I have to waste here. Therefore, stop Satsanga! now having come this far to satsang it is not again to be caught up in papa and punya that is another conditioning what is it that in life that we have to do to be good to do good and to be good why do you need Bhagavad Gita, why do you need this satsang why do you need a satsang hall All that I can understand as spirituality is to do good and to be good. Okay? Define good. Um, Sorry, don't ask difficult questions. (laughs) Define good. Because there is nothing that can be defined as absolute good or absolute bad. I asked you this question, I think it was in the afternoon class. Ah, So you don't answer. <laughs> A knife, is it good or bad? Neither. Both. Answer! <laughs> You say, it depends. Both. Now, the moment you say it depends and both, it very clearly says that for the past five days, whatever I have been speaking, it has been misunderstood only.
1: <laughs>
0: because my question is not understood. How can deeper Vedantic tatva be understood? A simple question. Knife is it good or bad? And the moment you say it depends. Did you understand the question? You are talking about the intention of the person holding the knife. My question was not that. My question was Vastusvarupa as a knife. Is it good or bad? It is neither. It is neither good nor bad. Yeah, if it is in the hands of a doctor as a scalpel. Good doctor as a (laughs) (laughs)
1: scalpel.
0: It's a blessing. If it is in the hands of a mother, it's a blessing because she can make nice food. If the same knife... In- if the same knife is in the hands of an angry wife, I don't know. See, as I told you, laughter goes in three or four phases. First, those who know the joke, before I deliver, they are like... Second, when the punchline lands. <laughs> Third, after everybody becomes silent. That one or two of them when it's like a tube light. See when you turn these lights on, okay, it's like this. That's the bulb. Where's a tube light? <laughs> so the third phase third laughter looking at the third laughter everybody again laughs fourth set of laughter 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 Coming back to (laughs) knife, it is neither good nor bad, entire creation as a vastu goodness and badness is not written in it. So stop wasting life in trying to be super goody goody that you know, I am good (laughs)
1: enough
0: of that. It's a comparative thing. I'm better than them, therefore I'm good. No, life's purpose is not just to be good to do good. is to be divine and give that divinity all across. Not to be stuck in goodness. So after having come to the satsanga. To go to the manana, nididhyasana, and abhyasana. Now, the last point. When we keep listening to manana, nididhyasana, what does scripture actually mean by manana and nididhyasana? <coughs> In Bhagavatam, the first Mahatmya. There is a story of Dhundukari and his brother Gokarana. And Gokarana does the Bhagavad Saptaha and Dhundukari only is released. The rest of them don't get benefited. So he calls for Narajji and says, what, what, what happened? He says, Shravanam tu sarve kritam natu mananam kritam. Because manana, once done rightfully, it, it paves the path to moksha. So what does manana and ididhyasana mean? Have you moved from one city to other with the family? You have moved? Yes. So when you move to a new city, Do you just pack up and then go to that city and land anywhere? Oh, you, that too a desi. Never ever. <laughs> first of all you go scout. What is the first thing that you scout for? Oh, ah. <laughs> Once you get married you will understand. It is not the grocery store that is important at that point. What is important? School district. A school district which should be one of the top fives. You get to that school district and then anywhere 5 to 10, 5 miles radius <coughs> house and you would not be surprised to find in that 5 mile radius. It is like
1: (laughs) Agrahara.
0: Agrahara is like uh, only of the same kind. Like he put it, brownie brown. Everywhere that you look, only brown. And the child growing up there, suddenly steps out of that community and sees another white fellow and says, What is a foreigner doing here? (laughs) Why? You are the foreigner in this country. House. So, school district, house, shopping, the distance between your house and your office. Train
1: station. It has to be
0: universally applicable. The Newark and here is only a train station, rest of the world doesn't have it. <laughs> okay, train station also. <laughs> you look at various aspects of, you uh, know, oh, chin my mission. Otherwise, children, uh, brownification
1: process.
0: (laughs) Neither too burnt, nor too early removed, rightly made, perfectly baked. If I say it, you will say I am racist. That is why I just went to the punchline. A <coughs> in my mission also required. So just moving from physical this place to that place. It is not uprooting from here and plugging in there. There are so many aspects that you sit, list out, research, find. Various possibilities, look at 10, 12 possibilities and then find all the pluses, all the minuses and then come and finally decide what is the best. So much of processing is done. Manana, it does not mean to think in one tunneled vision. To have a comprehensive outlook about the entire subject. And not necessary that what we think as being very comprehensive is really comprehensive. Therefore, nididhyasana, test it out. And once you take it out, test it. First few times you will fail. And just because you have failed first few times doesn't make you a loser. It makes you a very good entrepreneur experimenting. <laughs> Experiment. All the results from here take as a feedback loop into your manana. Plug that information in again, that data, take it back and reprocess the entire thing. Over a few times of such processing of feedback loop, you arrive at wisdom. That wisdom which is unshakable. In spite of time, space, environment, doesn't matter. It is a nugget of wisdom that you have drawn from your own Manana Nididhyasana. Right? It is not like you come sit here and Bhagavad Gita... Adi Shankaracharya Ji has said Bhagavad Gita King Chita Little bit of Bhagavad Gita study, it is fine. Okay. I should be getting moksha today or
1: tomorrow.
0: Why? <laughs> now, after having read that much, manana, nidhidhyasana, constant feedback loop of that, consciously living and applying it, reprocessing it, re-evaluating it, and then reprioritizing so that that which I am seeking is the focal point. The rest of it can tag along around it. But what is the most important? That focal point should never be deviated from. Otherwise, my mantra is simple. BLNL. What is BLNL? Better luck? Better luck. Next, next lives. <laughs> <laughs> improvement. What is the guarantee next life? So let us pray for a better one. Kabir Ji has said, "Aaj kare, kal kare so aaj kar, aaj kare so ab. But then we are also intelligent. What did we say? Aaj kare so kalkar, kar, so parso, idhni bhi kya jaldi hai yaar jab jeena hai parso. Because we Hindus believe life after life after life. So better luck next life. A sincere sadhak after having done the shravana focuses on manana then takes it and does it in the abhyas of nidhyasana and improves upon it constantly. Without which perfection cannot be gained and as Guruji puts it, I'll end it with that thought. Road to perfection is constantly under construction. It's like the Pittsburgh roads. (laughs) Go in any season, constantly constructing. So, I call Pittsburgh as the city of perfection.
1: The
0: road to perfection is constantly under construction. So, never give up. Constantly keep working to reach to that understanding and its application. In spite of that, I know the next time I come, the first 18 shlokas, I'll have to repeat anyway.